Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Schultz. Let's start off by recognizing an incredible run by the Seahawks. Now, I know it's easy to feel negative and down about this 20 to 10 loss to the stupid Los Angeles Rams. Yes, I'm frustrated, too. I'm still frustrated. And I also think it's important to recognize some of the history and just to put this in context that, yes, we recognize that the Seahawks are going to finish in last place in the NFC West, something that has only happened once in the history of this team, finishing last in the NFC West back in their inaugural season in 1976. And shoot, even if you count the AFC West, the last time they finished in last place in the AFC West was the year 2000. So if you are under 21 years old, in other words, if you are not able to drink you have never seen this Seahawks team finish in last place. Now, really, that is kind of incredible and especially something you can hang over the heads of any of the 49ers or Rams fan friends that you might have. You don't have any Rams fans. There's not any Rams fans out there. What am I thinking? And yes, if it feels like I'm trying to delay to get to some of these quotes from the Tuesday night press conference, I am. I, I'm not excited about this. I'm not looking forward to it. It was a frustrating game, to say the least. And why don't we start off with one of the plays that is on all our minds after that game, the missed pass interference call on DJ Dallas in the fourth quarter. Here was tight end Gerald Everett's reaction to it. I think personally that the refs threw a lot of flags that they could have kept and they didn't throw the flags that they needed to throw in my personal opinion but you know I'm not a offici I'm not a officiating referee so I don't I don't really know the rules as to or the threshold as to when to throw a flag or when not to I mean we're all ball players playing physical and if I were a referee I would have thrown that flag despite the way that the game has gone but you know it's not my call next up was safety Quandre Diggs who talked about how the team can move forward after such a frustrating loss I mean, we got to keep pushing. You know, what I mean, the Chicago Bears don't care how we feel on Sunday when we go in there. So at the end of the day, we got to keep pushing. And, you know, what I mean, um, we got to work. You know, what I mean, that's your job. So do what your job is to do. And your job is to play football. Go play ball. So it is what it is. One Seahawks player who had the best performance of his season was pass rusher Carlos Dunlap, who finished the game with three sacks. It's bittersweet, uh, you know, um, you know. I would love to cap it off with a win, uh, but, you know, three is what it is. But, you know, I would like the opportunity to cap it off with a win. Dunlap also spoke about the impact of the game's postponement to Tuesday. I don't know all the details and the facts that go into, you know, it, but um, I don't like the way that it shook up. Um, playing on Tuesday, I, I played the game 12 years. I don't think I've ever seen a game on Tuesday, nor played on a Tuesday. And obviously, you know, with the way that it shook up, um, you know, especially with us, you know, trying our hardest to to be, you know, leaders in COVID testing and protocols and following the rules the way that we have this year and last year. And, you know, to get the game moved at the hand of someone else, not us, you know, that's one of those sudden change things that we just got to adjust. And I feel like we played a really good football game. So you can't say uh, that that was the edge. But, you know, um, now we got to get ready for this next football game. And we only have limited amount of days because we played it on Tuesday. Um, 
So Tuesday night at that. Pete Carroll was also asked about the postponement of the game and asked if the team was at a disadvantage due to that delay. No, I don't think it put us in a disadvantage, It really. I think it, it, the delay helped them. It helped them. You know, they, they were able to, to, to get some guys back um, that, that wouldn't have played on Sunday, I, would, I think. But um, other than that, it, 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 didn't, it didn't hamper us other than not having Tyler. Tyler's one of the best players we've ever seen, and he wasn't there tonight, you know, and he didn't quite make it back. He was battling all the way to this, this morning. He would have flown up here in the morning if he could have passed his test. He couldn't get it done. So, uh, you know, we were competing at every turn on that one. So it helped the Rams and hurt the Seahawks, but definitely didn't put them at a disadvantage, according to Pete there. And okay, maybe he's taking the more diplomatic answer with that response. But moving on to Russell Wilson's press conference, let's get his thoughts on clinching the first losing season of his career. Uh, it's definitely disappointing. You know, I think that um, the season has been tough just in general, everything, everything going on with everyone and just life. And, you know, there's a lot of real situations out there going on, you know, in COVID and um, you know, I think for us, um, the only thing that we can do is, is get ready for tomorrow, wake up tomorrow and give everything we have. That's what, that's what we're, that's what our, our, our job is to do is to wake up and give everything we have every day. That's all I know. Um, you know, it's definitely, uh, disappointing. Um, you know, and, uh, I felt like, I, I feel like, um, the season we were, you know, we had some chances to win some games early on. We didn't, unfortunately. And I think, you know, the season, the season's passed, you know, I felt like we've, We've won those close games. You know, I, I think go back to, I think it was 2019. I think we had seven or eight games or we won, you know, you know, those close, close, tight knit games. Um, you know, I, I go back to early on in the season, Tennessee, for example, we could have had that game. A few games just kind of got away from us. And, um, you know, what, what I what I do know is, is that I'm grateful for each guy that given everything every day. And I don't expect anything to change with that in terms of their mentality, our mentality, how we're going to work at, at it every day and work at our craft. And, um, you know, that's the character of guys we have in the room. And I know that um, it's disappointing. You know, um, the good thing is, is I think that we've always created such a high standard of, of, of playing and winning and, and found ways to just win these close games. And this year, unfortunately, we weren't able to do it, you know. And um, all I know is we got three more left and uh, we're going to give everything we have. A big part of the Seahawks' struggles on Tuesday was completing passes downfield. Russ was just one of 11 on such passes. The only completion was an odd wobbling pass that was caught by Gerald Everett. Yeah, I got my, I got my arm hit right when I threw it. And uh, I was actually going to Metcalf, and they, they kind of chopped my elbow right when I threw it. So I'm on my wrist or whatever. One chance the Seahawks had to complete a long pass, and this was a huge missed opportunity in the game. When DK Metcalf got wide open, on a double move in the second half going against Jalen Ramsey and Russ just came up short on that deep throw. I was trying to get on my hand, you know, um, you know, they got off the ball pretty good there and I tried to get off my hand. He was do, kind of doing a double move. So I tried to get it out of my hand, you know, before I got hit and, um, you know, just try to put some air on to let him go get it, you know, and, uh, you know, um, sometimes those double moves are always tricky because you never know when they're going to, when they're going to come out of it. And, um, you know, I wish you could have had that one back. That was the one I wish we could have had back, you know? And so, um, you know, uh, I, I think that there's a lot of other good plays we made in that in that game, but that was one I wish I could have had back, you know, personally. Wilson and Metcalf have struggled to connect these past few weeks, especially after getting out to a really decent start this after getting out to a really decent start this season. But here was Pete Carroll's explanation as to the issues over the last few weeks. They're trying their ass off. 
to play right. They're, they're working on their stuff, their routes, their concepts. Uh, the calls are there. We're trying to get the ball there. There's, there's no, there's, it has, it, we you just got to throw and catch it and you got to make the plays and they got to get the job done. Um, we got to throw it better and we got to make sure that we make our plays. Um, that I, I, you know, I don't know. No, I don't see anything. I know these guys are working really hard to get it done. Um, you know, it's really, it, it's really, uh, I am sick that we didn't have a chance to play with Tyler in this game, um, because this is the kind of game that he would have been a factor in for sure in, in, in ways. And, and it's unfortunate, you know, cause this was really his, his kind of an opportunity. And, and, uh, and so it, DK had to do it. Freddie had to do it. Eskridge had to do it and come through. And those guys did everything they could. The one receiver who Russell Wilson has connected with well this year is, Tyler Lockett, who is still out with his positive COVID test. Carol gave an update on Lockett and the other Seahawks who are in isolation. Yeah, really what I'd like to send a message out to our guys aren't sick. You know, they, a couple of guys felt a little something, but they're not sick, sick, and, and they're not feeling real bad. And they're, they're, they're really, it's really frustrating for them because they don't feel bad. And, and uh, this, the new uh, thing we're dealing with, uh, you know, Omicron is, is, is absolutely on fire, virulent, but it's not a big factor um, in, in how it's affecting us at this point. We're going to learn a lot more. We, that's that's on no information and no research and nothing. But the early indication is that you know guys feel a something and that's it. You know, and and, and uh, so we have to, we have to do a good job of getting back from it. Um, these guys did a nice job getting back, and they got some guys back in three or four days. We got to make sure and get that done. I, I don't think we're done with this thing. I think it's we're, we're still dealing with it. Finally, with a spot in the playoffs out of the picture, let's hear Pete Carroll's thoughts on what the Seahawks still have left to play for. Play for each other. We're playing for the, for the cause of, of you know, loving this game and loving the, the, the guys that are in the locker room with us and, and playing for one another. And we, the relationships that you build during the course of a season like this are, are you know, unforgettable. And they, they connect you so that you keep battling because that's what, that's what it is. It's what it feels like. Um, I mean, you saw how hard we played tonight. Um, there was, there, there's nothing but guys fighting for one another. And so that's what we'll do um, wherever we're playing, whoever we're playing, whenever it, it happens. And it don't matter if it's Tuesday night or Sunday or whatever. You know, we're going to go ahead and go. And uh, we're going to overcome the issues and, and get back to playing and, and focus on the things that make us, make us have a chance. And by practicing well and studying hard and caring and, and, uh, and loving this game. And we're, we're going to do everything we can to get every single drop out of it we, uh, as we go down the stretch here. Statistical leaders on Tuesday included running back DJ Dallas, who had eight carries for 41 yards and a touchdown. Gerald Everett led the Seahawks in receiving yards with 60 on four catches. Jordan Brooks had 11 tackles and two for a loss. And Carlos Dunlap with that stellar day getting to the quarterback, finishing with three sacks. That's going to do it for this show. Thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. Follow him out on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. And a scheduling note for me this week, three in, three out. We will not be doing a three in, three out recap show. We're not going to be doing a three in, three out preview show either with this week, with my 20th anniversary coming up this week. And then we got the holidays. It's a, it's a big holiday week for me. And so lining up schedules for everyone this week was tough. I hope everybody is out there and enjoying family and holidays but I will be back. I'm going to be talking with Adam on the Seahawkers podcast. He's going to be back this week. Check that out, seahawkerspodcast.com. Hope everyone has a happy holiday season. And like I said, I'll be back here with more Seahawks talk. And so until then, go Hawks. <laughs>